it's like, yeah, no, action news. And now your host, Mike Lutzford. I'm totally gonna use that too. I'm gonna cut that and use that from now on. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And the drums come in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Giggy News Bulletin. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen any of the previews for it yet. Yeah, so, yeah, no, like, yeah, there's, there's, yeah. It's really interesting what they're going to be doing with the reverse flash this season, so. I'm I'm excited. I love I, I don't care how cheesy that show is, man. I still love I love it. I love it every time. Like it's even season three. Season three was bad, but like even when it's bad it's like pizza. Even when it's bad, it's still good, you know? Like yeah. it's it's like, oh this is the worst pizza I've had. Well, sir, do you wanna throw the rest of this away or do you wanna take it to go box? I'll have it to go box, thank did, you. Did you hear that link that I sent you the other day about the uh the guy who rewrote Justice League? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I did. It, so there's there's another one. Uh, someone did one for season three of Flash. Oh, they did <laughs> a rewrite. Did that guy happen to be Nando? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't re- I don't remember. Uh, actually, let me look up the name. Uh, that's a uh, channel I've subscribed to on YouTube, and that's kind of what he does. I mean, he started to do full rewrites basically yeah. with the Justice League. But his kind of thing that got me interested is is his channel's all like, what if we did one tweak? Like we everything else is the same. We change this one element. How would that improve it or change it or make it more interesting? Um, and he did a lot of stuff for like Star Wars and Marvel and DC, and it's very interesting. He's got a good podcast um, called Mostly Nitpicking, where they'll talk about like a you know. A movie that's out now or something that's in the pop culture realm um very like a akin to the kind of stuff that, that we typically talk about so yeah um yeah well, and just from a structural standpoint i have to appreciate the dude because that's how ggr got started was our first podcast was me and you and vic sitting down at his you know dining room table talking about how we could fix the star wars tri- uh, prequels so i mean like that's yeah yeah that's like right up our alley yeah I think the one that initially drew me to his channel was his um, tweak to the Last Jedi, and what yeah. it was is it, it was it, the story laid out exactly the same, yeah. but in his version, Rose is actually an imperial like mole, and Ooh. so all the steps that they take, like where they're failing and the way she's like, you know, the the parts that everyone complains about, essentially, it's yeah. all intentional because she's kind of like just subtly pulling strings where she's not blowing her cover but she's not helping them succeed per se um so it's like again it's like one little tweak so if in the back of your mind you're like she's a mole the whole time like it actually adds to the movie quite a bit wow yeah Mm. wow that's wow (laughs) yeah no okay i gotta follow this guy now okay um (laughs) one of like and, and we'll go into this a little bit once we start. We're, right now, we're just in the you know the cold open. So thanks for joining us, guys. Um, 
we were talking a little bit about diners and how it's kind of like a cultural thing for most of us geeky, nerdy folk. Honestly, I think it's for everybody that at oh, some yeah. point you've all gone to a diner late at night with your friends and just had the, the best conversations just about everything and nothing. And like, and also, you know, diner food is awesome, but like, I can't wait to get to a point where, um, I can take Jack's to, uh, the diners that we used to go to when I was growing up. Like, um, he's been to the silver diner, which is, is in Woodbridge, uh, which is like right on the street from where I grew up. Um, he's been there, but there's one that's in Arlington. And after any caps game, I would always go to, it was called Bob and Edith's. And we would always go there after a caps game and go and just get like, you know, pancakes and, and breakfast stuff. And, I just, I, I want to take him to a Caps game first so he gets, like, the whole experience. It's like, th- we do this one thing, and then we do the second thing, just so he kind of gets the whole the whole thing. Because I took him to D.C. last year for the first time. Like, he was actually got to go to the city, and he just fell in love. He was like, the Metro was cool, and it was great. We got to ride all around, and it was weird that there was a big pile of puke on the Metro, but that's okay. <laughs> like, we got to see all the monuments, and we got to see this, and it was great, and there was ice cream trucks everywhere, and I was like, I know, it's, it's like the coolest thing ever, right? And he was like, yes, and I want to go back! So, we gotta, gotta do that, so. <laughs> Pretty fantastic that Absolutely. I, that kid gets so hyped up, like, he, he like, he has pure joy, you know, I mean, just, it's not fake, it's not, he's trying to sound smart, like, the kid just genuinely loves the things that he loves, it's awesome. <laughs> It is, yeah. It re- it really is, and like we took, uh, we went and saw uh, Wreck It Ralph two. Ralph breaks the internet, and like if you gay asked me to give a review for it, which it, it's burned into my brain now as part of being uh, on GGR, like I just automatically want to review stuff. I would give it like if I'm like five out of ten, maybe six out of ten. It was all right. It was fine, but he loved it. He thought it was the greatest thing ever. And I watched it, and I was, I really just, I enjoyed the movie more because he loved it. It was basically like a giant Easter egg hunt, and like, that's just his thing. He was like, oh, look, Dad, there's Google. Oh, look, there's Instagram. Oh, there's this, there's that, there's this, there's that. Oh, this is a reference to this. And I was like, hey, buddy, let's talk about this after the movie's over because other people are starting to stare at us, okay? And like, he kind of toned it down a little bit, but he was just so excited, and it was, it's just so awesome. Like, you'll get to a point with Jack where, like, he starts enjoying stuff, and, like, that's more enjoyable for you, is just watching him get a kick out of shit than you enjoying something yourself. I think that's one of the things, too, like, bringing it back to the the diner bit, where some of the conversations usually started out, like, as a recommendation, or as a, like, dude, you've never seen, you know, Labyrinth, or, like, whatever random thing you're talking about that night, um, and then taking that conversation and basically making them watch that movie or listen to that album or play that game, and you don't even enjoy it. You're basically watching them watch the thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, yeah. and that that's yeah. one of the fun parts about those conversations is yeah. you getting exposed to stuff you've never been exposed to before, and then you know sh- dumping your love of something onto somebody else. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And like. The other thing about it, too, is, is like, we're watching this movie, and there was a scene that happened, and it was... I, I love having inside jokes with my kid. Like, for instance, he has this show that he watches on um, on Cartoon Network called Clarence, right? And Clarence is just this big, doofy kid, and, like, him and his friends have stupid shenanigans, and it's, it's just funny, right? And, like, at one point, they have a pinata, and Clarence thinks it would be funny if he fills the pinata with bees, Right? So when one of the kids busts open the piñata, he's like, the mystery in, uh, the mystery piñata ingredient is bees! And he says it like that. But also, if you've seen The Wicker Man, 
with the bees. Like, it's the same thing. Like, it's the same joke. But, like, there's a scene in Wreck-It Ralph, too, where he's doing, like, a bunch of, like, um, viral videos. And Ralph does, like, one of those toy unboxing things. And he unboxes a toy, but instead of the toy, it's bees inside of that. And him and I looked at each other simultaneously, and we both went, bees! And it was just, it was awesome. Like, I didn't even care if we were talking in the movie theater. It was freaking awesome. (laughs) I like hearing about your experiences in movies. I'm not sure I want to be a part of your experiences in movies. <laughs> I'm not a good movie watcher with other people because I want to talk the whole time. And so does my kids. So, like, it's... Like, yeah, you it, guys need to be, like, a Tuesday matinee kind of people. <laughs> we, we really do. Like, it's... I'm, I'm not the type of person who's just going to sit there politely and quietly and not say anything. Like, for instance, in, um, in Star Wars... In Rogue One, when Vader showed up, I was in the theater with my cousin. I grabbed him by the shoulders, and I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. He's like, stop. I'm trying to watch the movie. And I'm like, me too. Like, it's – I get really excited. So it's it, it's it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. That would actually be perfect for uh, the movie idea that we had talked about the other yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah, I think we have to figure out how we're going to do that. Steve, basically what we want to do is, is – Marcus was telling me about a uh, program – where you basically can like share a link and everybody that you share the link with can watch a movie simultaneously and you basically it's like Mystery Science Theater 3000 and you guys can just like roast the movie and talk about stuff while you're watching the movie. So Yep. That's pretty awesome. I know for like uh, like uh, I can't remember exactly what it was called, but there's some kind of website where you could like sync up Netflix with someone like else remotely oh, so yeah. that you could watch the same thing so like if uh, I was rabbit? on a business trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, right. yeah, yeah, that's that's the service I was I was talking about with doing this, and you don't have to. It doesn't have to just be Netflix now. Now it can pretty much be anything on the internet. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah, I think I think moving forward with uh, with GGR, that's going to be one of the things that we do. I, I'm just I'm already looking forward to it. Like it's, I think we'll have to do movies that we've all seen because otherwise, like it, it's just not going to work. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's go ahead and, and get this party started, guys. So we have a new title for this because GGR Pirate Radio is no longer a podcast. It's the actual network in which GGR does all of their podcast projects. So, for instance, the overflow is going to be on the GGR Pirate Radio Network. Mike on the Mic is going to be on GGR Pirate Radio Network. And this new show, which we're calling The Diner, is going to be on GGR Pirate Radio as well. So stay tuned, guys. As we hit the intro music, we're going to go ahead and get this party started. But you are listening to The Diner on GGR Pirate Radio. We are starting in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Broadcast starting. Good job. You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. Do it! Do it! Come on! Kill me! I'm here! Come on! Do it now! Kill me! This is called Pirate Radio. And as the puck drops, the words that DC fans have been waiting to hear since 1974, the Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Who the hell are you? Name's Ash. Housewares. Wayne, you going to win on this? Oh, there's nothing better than a fart. What's up, kids falling off bikes, maybe? I could watch kids fall off bikes all day. I don't give it to the kids. It's called Pilot Radio. 
Linda, why would they make you president? Well, maybe it's because I can recite all 50 states in a quarter of a second. This is called Pilot Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Be like, oh, these are stupid guns. Guns uh. are for jerks. <laughs> this is called Pilot Radio. <laughs> You're listening to The Diner on GGR Pirate Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Mike Lunsford and this is The Diner on GGR Pirate Radio. It is our new roundtable discussion show that we have here. Uh, joining me this evening, I have the co-founder of GGR. His name is Steve Monick. What's cooking? Hey, I like that. Very nice. And also joining us uh, for a pre-MAGFest, uh, I guess, heads up on what's going on at MAGFest uh, in uh, uh, at National Harbor this year, uh, his name is MC Brooks. Hello, hello. So, The Diner. Where does this name come from, you might be wondering? Um... All of us at some point. It, it's a shared cultural experience that pretty much all of us that grew up in this era have. We all went and did things, whether it was going out drinking with your friends, going to a sporting event, going to movies, whatever it was. And then afterwards, we went to the diner. We went to whatever the local diner was, be it Denny's, be it um, Eaton Park, be it around here in the D.C. area, Bob and Edith's, whatever the place is. It doesn't matter. We've all gone there. We've all done this thing. And then we've had these awesome conversations. And that's what this is going to be about. It's just friends talking about nerdy things, geeky things, sports, whatever it is, in a cool roundtable discussion, very informal, just a lot of fun. Um, so this is going to be, I mean, honestly, we've been doing this already for the last four years now. So now it just has a cool title. So there you go. Tonight, um, tonight we're not really going to have a real topic going forward with a lot of these episodes. We will. We'll have a specific thing that we want to talk about. Um, we are going to go into some of the things that we're looking forward to in 2019. Uh, we're also going to just kind of talk about some other things that Steve and I throughout the years have maybe wanted to talk about on the podcast and just never really got around to. So um, sit back, relax, and enjoy um, where we go with this this conversation this evening. Um, we talked a little bit, Stephen, and uh, I, I, you probably didn't get a chance to listen to it because I literally just posted it before this. Uh, I did an episode of Mike on the Mic last night where we talked about the state of DC sports and pretty much the only one that we really could give like, hey, you guys did good. Congratulations was the Capitals because every other team is just just garbage with the exception of the Nationals. The Nationals are like hanging on by a thread. If they have a good year this year, they'll yep. be OK. But like last year was kind of a debacle. Um, as the non-DC native that you are. Um, being in Pittsburgh, kind of give me a snapshot on what sports was like in 2018 for Pittsburgh, because I mean, shoot, you guys had won two Stanley Cups in a row before this, and then you got ousted by your, your, your rivals, the Caps. I mean, like other than that, I mean, what was it like this year for you guys? Yeah. So, I mean, like the beginning of 2018, we'll just start with hockey. Cause that's where, where you brought up there. Um, you know, basically we're expecting another Stanley Cup based on the previous two years. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it was one of those things where it's like, 
the Caps earned it. They played well. Uh, I was desperately hoping that the Blue Jackets would bump you guys out in some kind of upset of the century, and it looked like it was going that way because you kept playing freaking overtime games. Yeah. Um, but it was not to be. And then the beginning of this season for the Pens was kind of mediocre. It, it felt like the entire month of November we didn't win a single game. It, but we made some trades, made some adjustments, and they're playing and it, kind of doing what the Pens do, like figure it out get the team chemistry going and then kind of upsurge into the playoffs. And, and that's typically when we start playing the best hockey. Um, the pirates were the pirates. They're not, I mean, we had a couple good seasons, but it's not much to write home about. We're kind of in a rebuilding stage again. Um, we got some young pieces, but whatever the big problem this year was the Steelers, man. I mean, it just was devastating starting from all the nonsense with Le'Veon Bell Starting the season tying the Browns, losing to a bunch of teams that we shouldn't have lost to, and getting bumped from the playoffs again because Baker Mayfield can't throw to the right team. It, it, it's it's it just the entire season was garbage. And now Antonio Brown's like, I would like a trade. Please get me out of this city. So I, I probably sound like a crybaby because, oh, my city has a gajillion championships, and this year wasn't one of them. But like, <laughs> yeah. You know, it just it, it was a disappointing season yeah. because there's there this year. If you're gonna say 2018, like how what one word or like one phrase um, would best capture the season? It was unrealized potential. All of our teams oh, had yep. so much potential to win. Yeah. I mean, we have a tremendous amount of talent, and it just didn't come together. Yeah, that's. I mean, honestly, that's the Nationals. You know. Yep. Like that's that's them on a regular basis. Like it's yep. They have amazingly talented teams, and they just manage to squander that talent on a regular basis. Um, but I, I wanted to focus more on looking forward instead of looking back. So, um, there's there's just so much great nerdy stuff that's coming up this year Absolutely. that that I think is just going to be awesome. But also just in general, like w- one of the things that I wanted to touch on real quick, and I'll kind of get the ball rolling and then pass it around to you guys is I'm really looking forward to seeing how the Capitals defend their first yep. championship ever. Because this year already, I mean, they're, they're in first right now in the Metro, um, but it's already been a little bit, we've already seen two different teams. We, we saw a team that was very, like, very powerful. Their first game back was against the uh, Boston Bruins uh, when they raised the banner, and they beat the Bruins 8 to nothing. I mean, they blew the doors off of them. Like, the Bruins had no chance in hanging with them. And, like, it's like they get up for certain games, and then other games they just, like, phone it in. Like, they lost they lost 5-2 uh, to two to the St. Louis Blues, who are, like, arguably the worst team in the league right now. Um, they lost 6-2 to two, uh, the night before um, to the Predators after being up 2, two to nothing. Um and they're playing Dallas tonight, so we'll see how that goes. But like they, they, they before this they were they had won fifteen of their last seventeen, so like they're they're very hot and cold. And I'm 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 curious as to which team we're gonna get. I'm hoping that they catch fire right as the playoffs start and we get another run. But honestly, and I was saying this last night, if they don't if they don't win another championship, I don't care at all because 2018 was so worth it. Like. It would be nice to have another cup, but honestly, I, the one w- was pretty freaking awesome. It was definitely worth the wait. Absolutely. Yeah. 
I mean, and that, that kind of starts it. I mean, obviously, there's just plenty of nerdy stuff that I'm super excited about, too. But, Marcus, go ahead, man. <laughs> what what are you looking forward to, like, the first thing off your mind that you're looking forward to in, in, in 2008, uh, 2019? Uh, whew, um, if I have to pick something, uh, actually, let's start with the most obvious, Avengers Endgame. I mean, it's 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 the finale. It's 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 ten years of 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 different movies, and we're finally getting an ending to all of these amazing characters that have completely rocked our world over the last over the last ten years. Yeah. That's probably like if I had to pick just just one thing mm-hmm. that that's that's number one. And I know we still have Captain Marvel yeah. uh, coming out in the few uh, coming out the month prior to it, but that's 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 the thing right there like 2019 might might be able to end just after this movie comes out <laughs> after the movie you're like you know what? i'm good i'm just gonna uh, yeah. i'm gonna fall, I'm gonna go to sleep i'm just gonna hibernate for the rest of the year and i'm, and I'm good yeah, yeah. <laughs> mail in the rest of the year <laughs> <laughs> steve what do you got on on tap that that really right now is just like you're super stoked for i'm really glad you mentioned endgame because it was either that or my favorite band in the universe is dropping a new album in February. Dream Theater's album Distance Over Time comes out on February 22nd. I have been counting down the seconds until it comes out. Um, There's a single out right now that I've listened to approximately 14 billion times. Uh, I just can't freaking wait for this album. But in conjunction with that, driving down to DC, seeing the show in April on location, hanging out with some of my DC friends. So it's like not just the album, but the album plus the tour and seeing the DC crew. Like this whole thing is all kind of one big event for me. Um, so I, I just, I'm floored that I, and I can't wait for it to happen. It seems like it's been an eternity since I heard it was coming out. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what's even cooler about this, Steve, is uh, MC and I were talking earlier today about just the, some of the stuff that like we loved doing like growing up. And we started talking about going to the batting cages. And I was like, you know what we should do is when Steve comes down, all three of us, and we'll probably include Rambo in this, all four of us should go to like a bat, like a batting cage and mini golf place and do that, but also like record while we're doing it. And it's like while we're taking swings at balls and stuff like that, also record us talking about like nerdy shit too. Like it'll just be really a, a ton of fun, but also kind of like a cool like hybrid concept where it's like, you know, oh man, I can't believe you missed that one. Like, oh hey, I finally got a hold of that one. Hey, let's talk about Avengers real quick. Like, and just kind of tie everything into like one big, fun afternoon of podcast slash stupid childhood fun. I mean, you know, what we have to do now, right? It's like we all have to go to a diner together and oh, yeah. talk. Uh, yeah, well, obviously, uh, yeah. we have to. Re- we that that actually came up earlier yeah. too. We have to record an episode of the diner at a diner. Yes. I'm going to have to defer to your guys' expertise on the diners down there, though. You're going to have to show me where the hot spots are when it comes to late-night diner talk. Oh, yeah. There's there's one actually in – there's a couple of them. There's one up in – well, I mean, if you're going to be down here, I mean, there's there's like – really, there's not a whole lot. There's like Denny's, um, and that's pretty <laughs> much it. Um, we'll probably just make uh, Eric Meyer's place, Gourmelts, like our default quote-unquote diner. And we'll just go there. Oh yeah, yeah, like because yeah. that's going to be pretty awesome. Like he's, I know he'll be excited to, to meet you too. But like, um, either that or if like we end up being in Northern Virginia, like there's a place in Vienna called uh, Amphoras, which is open 24 hours a day, and it's like that 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 place is awesome. Uh, the aforementioned Bob and Edith's, um 
There's a place in Adams Morgan that I don't know if we'll actually go to because it's kind of out of the oh. way. But the diner in Adams Morgan. Oh yeah, the diner. Yeah. yeah. There's Trist. Trist. Trist is like two doors down from it. Yeah. That's a diner also. Yeah. That's also awesome. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot of there. There are plenty of places. Uh, there are lots of things. Um. So okay. So I guess the 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 stick of speaking goes back to me. I. As a Disney fanatic, Star Wars Land is supposed to open this year. Um, I don't really need to say anything else, do I, guys? I mean, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm so freaking excited about this. No, please go on. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to go see this thing. Like, it, it's... I, I can't imagine any way that it would be bad. I can't imagine any way that it would be a disappointment. It, it's going to be something that I envisioned as a child like hey you get to walk through this alien land hey look there's the millennium falcon hey there's some weird freaking alien like it's it's just gonna be all of those things that i envisioned as a kid and like of course i'll have to pretend like i'm a jedi because you know that, that's you know like you do um i just I, I'm, I'm so excited about this and Jax turns 11 this year on 11 11 so we're going to try to, we're hoping that it'll be open by then, but we're going to be down there for his birthday. If it's not, then ultimately this expectation of seeing it in 2019 doesn't happen. It'll be 2020, but we're still going to be down there and hopefully it'll be ready by the time we're down there. That's going to just floor that kid. Yeah. Right. Like, and he's, he's even said, he's like, he's like, I watch Star Wars movies with my dad and they're okay. I guess he's going to go to Star Wars land and that's going to turn him into a Star Wars, Star Wars fan. Like he's just going to lose it. Like he, he, he totally is going to think it's the greatest thing ever. Especially when he, anyone, anyone with a brain. Like, and if they don't, if they don't have a blue milkshake, there's going to be some serious problems. Like, I mean, it, it, it seems like almost like a requirement, right? I think so. Yeah. What else? Like, yeah. what else could they have though? Like, fried tauntaun legs or something. Yeah, or like bantha burgers. Um, I mean, like anything frozen, you can just say carbonite frozen, whatever. Like, you know, carbonite um, frozen ice cream pop. Um, that's the problem though. Is there's not a lot of stuff. Star Wars is not really food heavy when you when you watch the movies and stuff like that. Um, it's not like Harry Potter where there's so much like food and, and interaction with that. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's if there's anything else. Um, I'm sure they'll find ways to tie things in. It's Disney; they always do. So, yeah. I mean, I literally got for Christmas the one year a, a Star Wars cookbook. It was like Wookie cookies and other Star Wars foods. So it might just be that where they're just finding like yeah. Boba Fettuccine or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Boba Fettuccine. <laughs> If that's not a thing, then I'm going to be very disappointed. Then we need to we need to get on paper right now. That is ours. Yeah. I'm sure it's already something. I'm sure it is. Yeah, Boba Fettuccine. Um, yeah, I just the, the fact that it's going to be there, that it's going to be a thing, that it's going to be a whole land, and like Toy Story Land. I'm not even that big of a Toy Story fan, and that was dope. That was a lot of fun. Like they're going to do that for Star Wars that's going to be even cooler. And the rides that they're describing and the experiences, like you get to fight the first order. Like it's, you get to fly the millennium Falcon. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. There's, there's like, there's star Wars themed bars. Like you can go in there and be a lush, like Obi-Wan Kenobi was like, and you know, chop somebody's arm off. Like it's, 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 it sounds like this is going to be a pretty awesome experience. Like no matter how you slice it. So 
No pun intended either, but... <laughs> yeah, that was smoothly done. I appreciate that, yes. Yes, well, yeah. well, well, what have we here? Um... <laughs> That's gonna that's gonna be I, I think like if it's open when we get down there that's that's gonna top everything so yeah because I mean that's that's a little bit of everything put together I mean like mine's an album MC's is a movie yours is kind of like an experience that wraps it you're gonna hear the theme music playing around you're gonna walk around in immersive obviously you're gonna get hyped for it and probably go back and watch the movies you know oh, yeah. so it's it's a little it's a little piece of everything yeah. Yeah, it really. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's it's gonna be cool. Um, MC, what else you got on your list of things that you're excited about this year? You actually, well, you actually kind of referenced it just a few seconds ago. Um, but we're getting the fourth installment of Toy Story this year. Oh yeah, which yeah. actually kind of it, it kind of surprised me because I, I didn't, I wasn't really sure how they were gonna do a fourth after like how they just kind of tugged at your heartstrings in the third one. But, you know, it, it makes money, so of, of course they'll make another one. So I'm looking forward to that, seeing, uh, you know, what exactly they decide to do the fourth the fourth go-around. And it looks like they're introducing a new character this this, this time. A couple of new characters, actually, because when we went and saw uh, Wreck-It Ralph, there were two previews for Toy Story 4. And the first one, oh. the first one was like this, I guess, like, it's like a spork, but they put googly yeah. eyes and stuff on it. Like... They put googly eyes and a smile on it, and it's got, like, um, <laughs> uh, the pipe cleaners for arms. And that looks interesting. But there's also these two carnival toys that were, like, it was it was Jordan Peele, and I can't remember who the other person was. But, like, it's 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 interesting. Like, they were, they were pretty funny. They were basically, like, making fun of Toy Story. They were like, yeah, you know, to infinity. And they couldn't remember the, the line. And <laughs> then Buzz and Woody show up, and... and Buzz says it, and they're like, "That's not the line," you know. Like, get out of here, dude. And it was, it was pretty funny. Like, I think <laughs> this should, this should be pretty, pretty interesting. Like, it actually says on IMDb too that the plot is uh, when a new toy called Forky <laughs> joins Woody and the gang, <laughs> a road trip alongside old and new friends reveals how big the world can be for a toy. So, it seems like Toy Story three they wrote as like a finale. But now Toy Story 4 is going to be like a, you know what? No, we're just going to keep running with this thing and see how, how far we can go with it. I wonder if it's going to be one of those things where maybe they try to, like, they, they introduce new characters that and, and it could lead to maybe something like a like a spinoff show yeah. that ends up on, on Disney or the Disney Plus service or something like that. Or maybe, just, maybe a cartoon or perhaps even more sequels or spinoffs. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I'm reading over this, too, and it even says that Tom Hanks calls emotional Toy Story 4 ending a moment in history. So there is going to be a definitive ending, it sounds like, but um, Disney does a really good job of, like, finding a way to extend these things. They they did a bunch of Toy Story shorts, like, short little movies that they did um, in between, uh, like, after Story, Toy Story 3, because they, the toys have that new owner, uh, Bonnie, and Bonnie like puts them into these like insane situations, and it's and they're really really entertaining. Like, at one point she brings Rex the dinosaur into the bathtub, and like all of the bath toys are like, "Hey, it's fun. We're doing this, and we're having a party." And they basically it's like set up like a rave. Um, but Rex <laughs> Rex is like, "Oh no, we shouldn't do that. That's dangerous." So Potato Head's like, "Oh, you're a party pooper, and you're party pooper Rex," and it keeps like getting into his head so he's like no we're gonna do cool stuff and like it just turns into this like insane rave scene and it's 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 really pretty entertaining 
<laughs> that sounds awesome. I have to watch that. Yeah. Party Pooper Rex is the short if you're looking for it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Toy Story 2, uh, Toy Story 4. I have uh, Toy Story as well. I meant not Toy Story 2. Also. Yes, thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> there's there's a new Godzilla movie coming out. Yeah. Lego, mo- Dude, Lego the, Movie the, 2. The list of movies. I mean, yeah. there's a certain ninth installment of a film franchise that we haven't mentioned yet. Well, go ahead, Steve. That comes out. Which one is that? I mean, yeah. obviously you're talking about Dumbo. Exactly. Okay. There's been a yeah. lot of iterations of that. <laughs> um so like Star Wars, right? You know, like people still care about that, right? Yeah, right. Not us. You know, we don't care about Star Wars. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I'm kind of annoyed there hasn't been a trailer yet. Yeah. But I mean, maybe that's maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. Because I remember, like, you know, the build up and anticipation. Like, I still remember that Force Awakens trailer. Oh yeah. That ends with the Falcon like flying over. We didn't know at the time, but it, we now know it's Jakku and yeah. stuff. And that trailer was like phenomenal yeah and maybe it's better maybe we, we can wait on it but yeah the, the the calendar has flipped over to 2019 so we're in the same year as episode nine now even though it's quite some time away yeah it'll probably be december like like the last like all the other ones have been so far so yep december 20th is when it comes out yep. so i mean we have almost an entire year but we are technically under 365 days to go yeah uh countdown begins exactly um i am actually quite excited well interested i'm interested in this movie and i didn't think i would be because i have not the only men in black movies that i've seen were the first two i know there was another one didn't see it didn't care but men in black international with tessa thompson and um chris hemsworth actually looks pretty entertaining and yeah, I want to see that. But also, too, I'm not a Pokemon, Pokemon. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> it's, we never call it Pokemon around here. We always joke. You're like, you know, let me show you my Pokemans like that meme of the of the cats. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Pokemon, uh, the Detective Pikachu movie looks really entertaining. Absolutely. And like people were like trashing it and they were just like oh it looks stupid it looks stupid. what are you talking about it looks amazing because i don't even like pokemon and i want to see it yeah i didn't even... like I, I pokemon was probably one of the first franchises that i really fanboyed over when i was younger yeah so so it, i mean and, and you know like we've always wondered what it would be like you know if you know what, what it would be like if you know pokemon were a real thing um, if you actually want to see something really horrifying, Google uh, what Pokemon would look like as real characters, because someone actually designed it and they like they look cute and cuddly on on in cartoon form. They would look pretty awful <laughs> if they were actually real. And I feel like this. I mean, I feel like this movie is just an opportunity for those of us who grew up, you know, as big fans of Pokemon one to go be nostalgic over it. And Pokemon is still widely popular. So it's, I mean, it's a smart money grab from whoever's making it because you're going to get people like myself who, you know, I'm 30, I'll be 31 this year. You know, I'm going to go see it because I love Pokemon and I'm still a big fan of it, but you still, you're going to also tap into the younger generation that's still, you know, that's still playing Pokemon and still buying these games yeah, I'm pretty sure they're on like generation seven or something of Pokemon. And the creator says he has like well over a thousand different ones that he's created that haven't even been revealed yet. So say all that to say, 
I mean, it, and it looks funny. Like, it, it doesn't look like it's it's like a spoof of Pokemon. It looks like it's going to be something that's 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 entertaining. Plus, it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I mean, it's need I say more? Like, it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, <laughs> the whole the whole time you were talking, I looked up these realistic Pokemon. There's been nothing more horrifying in my life that I've seen than a realistic Mr. Mime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's bad. It's bad. Oh, Steve, there's this thing called um, on the Internet. On It's mostly on um, Tumblr called Creepy, Creepypasta. Um, there's plenty of creepy stuff there that'll, that'll scare the bejesus out of you too like let me just tell you yeah yeah i thought it was realistic majin boo but no mr mime has now won so far um so i mean movies there's just a ton of them i mean like i'm, I'm looking at all yeah. the different movies that are coming out um the new joker one with joaquin phoenix like i'm interested to see that even though people are like oh it's stupid but you know god forbid the internet not overreact to something um, you, you know what's interesting about that is uh, there's a there's a fun fan theory about that movie because apparently that movie is going to be canon to the the uh, DC extended universe, um, and as well as the Suicide Squad. So there's a I guess I can get you guys' reaction to it. So there's a fun theory out that the uh, Joker that we see in the Suicide Squad is Jason Todd. Is, is a version of Jason Todd and this Joaquin Phoenix since it's an origin is, is meant to be the original Joker oh interesting that way uh, that's a way they can play on having two very different Jokers in the same universe yeah I like that I think it's an interesting I mean, it's an interesting concept for sure like that's super absolutely. yeah exactly I mean because the story of Jason Todd's already very tragic and and sad. Yeah, you know it's especially with what he ends up being. And even though they, I mean, he was even though he was used on Titans this season. I, you know, he's he's obviously not one of the not one of the characters that DC feels so strongly about that they're like, well, this person can only exist, you know, here and nowhere else. Now, I mean, again, we don't have any confirmation that that's how they're doing this. That that Jared Leto's Joker is in fact uh, Jason Todd. But some people have said, like, based on the design and the fact that he has, like, tattoos in places that the Joker, you know, never had tattoos or anything, that, that it, it makes – it would make a ton of sense if he's not the traditional Joker, but actually a Jason Todd. Okay. Yeah, I can I can see that. That's an interesting theory. Um, I'll kind of do some quick hitters here. I mean, Steve, I, I'm sure you're excited about Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, oh, yeah. Mysterio is my favorite Spider-Man yeah. villain of all time. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in Captain Marvel. Um, Dark Phoenix supposedly is supposed to come out this year. Yep. Uh, Shazam looks like it's going to be good. Yep. The live-action Dumbo was probably going to be pretty decent. I don't know if I'll see it because I haven't seen any of the new live-action Disney movies. Um, but it looks like it's going to be okay. Um, I'm going to mention mm-hmm. this real quick because there was a really, really funny moment in Wreck-It Ralph 2. Like, if you stay all the way through Wreck-It Ralph 2 um, post credit scene... They have a um, Frozen Two is supposed to come out in 2019, right? And everybody's yeah. been losing their mind about it because they want to see a trailer, right? So at the very end of Wreck It Ralph Two, there's a thing because it's it's all about Ralph gets into the internet, right? So at the very end, it says click here for a Frozen Two trailer, and you click on it, and it's Ralph singing 
um, Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. So <laughs> oh, Ralph Rick rolls Rick us, or, or as my that's brilliant. as my son has called it, he he Ralph rolled everybody, and I was like, "That's good, buddy." I'm like, yeah, yeah. But it was that's it was good nice it was play. it was pretty funny. Like it happened, and I was like, "We just got Rick rolled by by Wreck It Ralph," and he was like, "We got Ralph rolled dead," and I was like, "Okay, pound it." That was good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's gonna be a Zombie Land too. I didn't know they were making one. Yep. Nor did I. Yeah, that's interesting. Did you like the first one? I I I fought it for a long time because I really thought the whole zombie thing was played out. Um, but I really enjoyed the first one. I I enjoyed it a lot. It was really 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 well done, and I am interested to see the second one now. I was worried it was going to be one of those things where it's like, okay, it's another zombie movie, but this one's the funny one. The other one's the one with the strippers. The other one's the one that's serious. Like, you know, it's just like another, like, take zombie movie and stick another genre on it. But it was genuinely like, that's it's pretty interesting. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I like I like the joking, but also somewhat realistic part oh, yeah. of it until they get to the amusement park. Then it's just nonsense. But, um, no, nah, it, was, it was a good movie. I hope they, yeah. I hope the second one lives up to it. Um, it had it, it it did something really well that that a lot of movies nowadays don't do. It managed to be really really funny. It managed to be really action packed. It managed to be scary, and it also managed to be sad because there's the part when they're in Bill Murray's house, and um, Tallahassee pulls out his uh, duct tape wallet, and he's explaining how what um, Jesse Eisenberg's character thought was. Um, it was his dog but it turns out that it was his son and he just breaks down and like that's they, they made it real you know I thought you were going to talk about the part where they kill Bill Murray well, there's that too well yeah I mean <laughs> that was that was pretty funny too but like um, just overall that the movie was great like in the whole Twinkie thing and then like he, it turns out he actually shot the Twinkie like that was that was wonderful like <laughs> I can't wait to see what they're going to do with the second one um all right, MC, I know this is going to be difficult for you, buddy, because I know how much of a fan you are of this thing. Uh-oh. But we got to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog, bud. What is what is going on with this well, movie? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, I, I, I'll, I'll say this, because it, it, it is on my list. It is on my list, so I, I, I was going to eventually uh, get around to it, but I, I, to be honest, I don't know. Uh Seemingly, like I, I, I like the Jim Carrey as Doctor Eggman or Doctor Robotnik, whichever name they're going by. I, I like that casting. I do, I do think that that's dope. Um, there doesn't appear to be a ton of information as far as a, a plot, though, as other than Sonic kind of helps a police, you know, def- helps a police officer like defeat Eggman. Um, so I kind of like from a plot perspective, don't really know what to expect. You know, we kind of don't really know if any of his other cohorts are going to be in it. We don't know if there's going to be Tails, Knuckles, Shadow, Amy, or any of the other characters. Like we, we there's a lot for for all the information that we do know. We we don't know what exactly they're doing. I will say that the like the um, the visual the visual ad that they released. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know because apparently you know there's there's stuff going around now saying that like the people who were working on Sonic's design were not a fan of him having the uh, you know the mono eye thing 
And so they were going to mess with that design. Okay. To which, you know, it's like, I mean, it's, that, that's an iconic part of the character. You know I mean? I, I get if you gave him two eyes. Okay, sure. You know, you know as long as it, as it doesn't look too horrible, whatever. But to, I, I really just don't know what to expect. Yeah. Like, he actually, he, you know, he had a he had a cameo um, in Wreck It Ralph, um, and it was kind of cool. Like he was, it wasn't like he he basically had like like two or three lines. It was, and he, he was like, "Oh, the internet. Here's what the internet is," and like explained it to Ralph and Vanellope. And I was like, "Oh, well, way to go, Sonic. That was nice of you." <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna be really curious to see what their, what their take on the on the character is, because historically Sonic the Hedgehog has always been, as far as his age, always kind of been somewhere between the age of like fourteen and eighteen, roughly speaking. In in, in every uh, video game or or TV cartoon anime, which regardless of where you've seen him at, he's generally always been around that age. And I'm curious to see, like, what they're going to do as far as his personality is going to be in this movie. Uh, I'm curious to see if they're like if he's going to be something kind of like his uh, his depiction in Sonic X in the anime Sonic X, where um, for those who don't know, he he exists in a in a whole uh, a whole other world, and he runs he he runs really fast and ends uh, um, not runs really fast. He ends up in the in basically in on earth in modern day tokyo and you know obviously he you know here we don't have talking animals and you know and and you know we don't have any of that you know we don't have magical emeralds that can that you can use to harness power out we like we don't have any of that so (laughs) but uh but uh in in that like his first interactions with with humans are Basically, like you, oh, you got, you know, like you think so much of yourself that you can actually catch me. All right, good luck. And so then he like plays around, plays around with them. Is like hi, like he's really arrogant about the about the fact that he's really fast. Yeah. So I'm curious if if they're gonna go like kind of that route. Like he's gonna be like, why? Like I'm the fastest thing alive. Why do I need to bother helping you out? Or is he gonna be kind of like it? Kind of like a more family friendly kind of sonic where like he's not really arrogant he's just kind of nice a nice guy who's just trying to defeat the evil bad guy yeah so i don't I, you know i just kind of don't really know what to expect you know they've they've ruined sonic at virtually every turn that they <laughs> that they've tried to do something new with him whether yeah. it, it was the whole hey we're gonna try to inf- give him a, a zombie form or <laughs> whether <laughs> or a werewolf yeah, Werehog. Oh God, I remember Werehog. that. Yeah, that was yeah. Ugh. Whether it's that, whether they're gonna mess with the whole design and and, and you know and, and like make Knuckles this super tall, bulky idiot who's just really big, but also surprisingly feminist. Um, yeah, I just I I just don't know I just don't know what to expect. Like I hope it's gonna be good. Yeah, I'm going to go see it. He's my favorite character, you know. I'm I'm going to go see it, but I, I don't know. I I'm 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 withholding all judgment until we get a trailer. All right, guys. So that does it for our first episode 
of the diner. Uh, we're going to do two of them, though, so you'll get two pieces of this. Uh, we're going to split it up and talk about the rest of the things uh, in 2018, or I'm sorry, 2019, because it's a new year now, ha ha ha. Um, we're going to talk about all the things in 2019 that we are looking forward to, so stay tuned for me, for MC, for Steve, as we talk about all of those wonderful and great things. Everybody's Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for more of our podcasts and all of our great articles. Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy.